0: together and when we listen to real people to real lives of women from other countries we connect our humanity without our differences or stereotypes and we get inspired by their stories to live a better life that's what this podcast is all about my guest today is Carmen Jorda Carmen is an an aerospace engineering student at Politecnica University of Bucharest, Romania. Carmen loves fitness and nutrition. She is vegetarian and she is constantly working on being outside her comfort zone and living an authentic life. Carmen, how are you today?
1: Hi, I am great. How are you?
0: I'm feeling positive. I'm feeling grateful to be alive and very curious about you. So I'll begin asking about your decision to become vegetarian. How did that become? How did it make you feel? When did it happen? Tell me everything.
1: Well, I've been a vegetarian for almost three years now. And I chose to be a vegetarian because, as cliche as it may sound, I saw a documentary that changed my whole view about meat. the The documentary is called um, "Cowspiracy," and uh, after I saw it, I realized that I wasn't just I was just looking at meat as food and not like he was a living creature before. And I felt guilty and banned in some way to eat meat after that. And afterwards, I've done my research about how impactful is the meat consumption over the environment because of the deforestation that comes from meat factories expanding, and actually there are other pros to it, like um, the health benefits, because vegetarians are actually more or less likely to develop like um, diseases like uh, type 2 diabetes and have cancer. And that's uh, basically all of the reasons that made me decide to do this. And actually, I wouldn't change anything about it. And I don't think I would ever go back to being a meat eater has it has been great to me until now and I really love
0: it thank you that's wonderful and I heard in your reasons some logical reasons which I imagine is a part of your decision making as an aerospace engineering student and emotional ones like when you watched that documentary and you felt the pain and the agony and the suffering of the animals to ask you then are you a lot more emotional do you make decisions based on how you feel or are you more of a logical kind of girl and that's mostly the basis of your decision making or how do you combine both if both are strong within you
1: well i think both emotion and the logic um there are uh, both of them are important but usually when i take a decision i first look at the emotion part but when i do take the decision i just choose the logical and rational reasoning overall because i i think maybe our emotions may induce us in error and we may take um like not really the best choices because I think ration wins overall Uh, and uh, emotions are usually not the best when we take decisions as we don't think thoroughly at um, the outcomes of our decision and we just think about it um, in the now moment, I think.
0: Thank you and I'll play the devil's advocate a little bit. I was thinking about another question, but I'll ask this one. Look, we live in a probabilistic world where no matter how well we plan, it's like they say, God laughs at our plans. So why not make decisions based on emotions as long as it makes us happy? Because even if we plan it logically, it might end up being wrong no matter what and therefore we're both unhappy and unsuccessful so i'm playing the devil's advocate here to see what would be your answer
1: well yeah i think that um that saying with god laughing at us when we make decisions is true as i came to experience it myself and i believe that It's good to let ourselves feel whatever we want to feel and choose everything that makes us happy. And I think that emotion can rule over ration in small decisions, but in important decisions, ration and logic should be the main elements, even though emotions um, and feelings can never be completely ignored in the decision-making, but... In the big choices sh- I think I still think the, the main reasoning should be ration.
0: Thank you, Carmen. That's really interesting. And so for you personally, how was the decision to study aerospace engineering at Polytechnica University as especially that you are interested in fitness and nutrition why not study something related to that how was this decision tell me the story
1: uh actually um the story i'm about to tell you has nothing to do with my choice of i mean you wouldn't expect to choose um, aerospace engineering after everything I've been through, because two years ago, I was actually preparing to be a medical student and um, I was studying for the admission exam. But at some point, um, one day I saw a girl on YouTube um, who was crying because she was in medical school and it was really hard. And she realized that's not what she likes. And that made me realize, uh, that made me wondering if that's what I want as well. And I came to the conclusion that it was not. And uh, that I let myself be influenced by my parents and everyone around me. And after that, I tried to discover myself more. And I was trying to figure out what I would like to do and what can be my purpose in in life, after all. And... I think that it's hard for everyone to make a choice at 18 years old, as a barely adult who is just starting to discover life and its wonders. And I was feeling incredibly pressured uh, at that time. And when the time came to me for me to make a choice of which college should I go to, um, and so I thought about what I like and. I really like traveling, even though I haven't traveled as much as I would want to, and I plan to do. And I um, I was thinking about the fact that I really like cars, um, since I got my driver's license. Driving has been like an escape door for me, and every time I felt stressed or anxious, I would just drive my car and listen to my favorite songs, and that would be just like the equivalent of therapy, maybe. <laughs> And so um, one night when I was sitting in my porch swing, I was um, looking up to the sky, as I would often do, and I realized that this is what I was looking for. And I didn't realize it was right in front of my face, uh, because I will always look up to the sky at the stars and the lights of airplanes, wondering about the outer space and being fascinated by it. So. This is how I came to the decision of choosing aerospace engineering. So you see, there was, first of all, was medicine. And then I came to the conclusion that it's not what I really like. And just me sitting on my porch made me realize that I was almost every night just sitting there and looking at the stars and just being fascinated by it. And I... That made me realize that this is what I want to do. I want to discover more about it. I want to know more about it. And uh, as you were saying about uh, why I didn't choose uh, nutrition and fitness, I mean, this is like a passion for me. And this is something that I like to do, but not in a working way. Um, My fitness and nutrition, um, my journey with it started uh, as me being... um a little bit overweight since I was a little kid and um, I got through a little bit of bullying and all of that and uh, that made me get into diet world and um, <clears throat> was actually the starting point of my eating disorder um, which um, it's still troubling to me at t- t- to this day and um, <clears throat> as I started to diet, I just... Uh, got into a lot of research and a lot of knowledge about nutrition and fitness and I came to like it but when I when I think of it I don't um, think just about the positives I actually think about um as well as um My uh, bad times, to say, um, when I had an eating disorder and I would just look at food as calories and not uh, fuel to my body. And that was really damaging and not the right mindset. And I'm really uh, glad that I got rid of it. And so I didn't want to start a career with um, um, this... um, in this field, counting the fact that he had, um, I counting the fact that that um, uh, he really has not such a good history uh, to me, and so aerospace engineering was the only thing that made sense to me. I think.
0: Thank you so much for sharing. I really, really value how brave you are to defy all the pressures that were pushing you towards medicine when you knew it's not for you, as well as me, someone who has struggled with weight since I was a child. I can really relate to what you're saying and how if you did it professionally, it has too many negative associations and things that will not make it a pleasure to enjoy in your life. And I encourage your development constantly, your understanding of yourself, your self love, and self acceptance, because people's souls are the most beautiful thing. And the body, it's temporary, it's physical, it's not really who the human being is or the girl is or the person and i'm really curious about something when you're sitting at your porch or anywhere looking at the stars fascinated by space and the world outside how is that similar to you driving listening to music and feeling that therapy or meditative feeling are they related in some way is space for you as well an escape is it uh, something like that or is it more about curiosity about something new unknown and therefore exciting
1: actually i think it's uh, both of these uh, facts because um um actually yeah space does seem like an escape i mean it's something above all of us. We don't really know what's what it is, and I'm actually I'm curious about it as well because I mean since I was a little kid I was always curious about everything. Um, even when I had a toy, I was just uh, I would just um open the toy up and destroy it to see what's inside and everything and to see the mechanism of it, and that made me think that I would be a good engineer. I think. <laughs> And um, as a really curious person, I always like to discover and see um, uh, about something. I, I would like to see every point of it from every angle and to truly discover it, not to just overview it. And I think space can really be an escape because when I look at the space, I feel like a small person and that's my everyday life struggles maybe aren't as important or as big because we're in this truly, truly gigantic universe. And maybe we shouldn't really worry that much about every little thing um, in our everyday uh, life And we should just enjoy life as we have it because we don't really know what's about to happen tomorrow. We don't know what's about to happen in 10 minutes from now. So we should really enjoy as it is. And I would like to discover it and see it as I would go to my college. And um, who knows where I would end up to and who knows what the research would be at that point. I mean, there are great um, uh, scientists out there, and maybe I'll become one of them, who knows?
0: (laughs) I hope you become one of them, really, and that was really wise to speak about how small we are compared to the vast enormity of space, and that gives you perspective on your own problems, that they don't matter too much, even in the age of the universe how many uh, millions of years and billions etc of stars etc all those small problems are not even something to be noticed which elevates your mood and me too as a curious person I was that child I can imagine you breaking toys I don't know if you could every time put them back me i couldn't always sometimes they're broken (laughs) forever but my curiosity won and that's why i love the kinder surprise toys those were magnificent as well as the chocolate being wonderful and tasty and you are as you described yourself a curious person you want to discover you said a lot who knows what will happen it means you're excited to know where the research will be about your future, about what's going on? Usually such people are naturally outside of their comfort zone. While now for you, you're challenging yourself to step often outside your comfort zone, what was keeping you inside it? Was it like you spoke before, the bullying? Is it maybe a cultural thing or it's comfortable so you stayed there? Because usually, as they say, curiosity killed the cat. Why? Because it went outside your co- its comfort zone, which is a bad saying because all the growth is outside the comfort zone. It's the most exciting and alive place. So as a curious person, I'm really wondering how come you stayed longer than you wanted inside your comfort zone? What was keeping you there? Because usually you'll be free like a bird constantly out of it.
1: Um, yeah. Um, I think what was keeping me in my comfort zone was actually the bullying. Um, when, um, when I was in school, I got a little bit bullied and that destroyed my confidence and kind of made me a little bit shy. And I used to be actually a really confident and sociable as a kid. And I was, (laughs) I was a trouble kid, let's say that. And, um, so after that bullying in school, when I went to high school, I was uh, actually still a, a little bit shy, but with time I got better at trying to gain my confidence back and trying to get rid partially of my anxiety and all of the bad thoughts. I'm still working on my confidence and anxiety even now, but I know where I'm going to get to where I want to be because... I'm taking it step at one step at a time by getting out of my comfort zone with every chance I got. Like, for example, as this podcast and every if, if I see an opportunity every single day, I would just take it. I mean, me when 12 years old, me would just be, girl, well, no, I'm too scared to do that. But no, I'm like, you know what? Who cares? Let's just, take my best chance and see what happens. And so, yeah, I think this is why.
0: Thank you. That's so cool and brave as well, again. And about the bullies, I hope, you know, you have, I'm sure now you have a stronger mindset, but I love what the Stoics, the philosophy of Stoicism talks about, especially Marcus Aurelius, that, People who are bullies, they bully you because they hate themselves and therefore they need to put their pain that there is inside their bodies into someone else. Which means when someone bullies you, that's about them, it's not about you, and therefore it's not something to notice even or to take as a reflection of yourself. It's a reason to pity them that they are. In their pain and they need to hurt someone else in order to feel a bit better which is sad I hope it's much better for you and to ask you then even more nowadays of course you change as a person you work out more uh, you even change your hair color is that because is it part of your path of healing that when you want to look at yourself in the mirror you say i don't look like that girl who was weak and bullied now i can be a different person with a different life with a different path and i have no relationship to that person i used to be or is it something totally different the reason is more fashion or trendy or style
1: actually yeah me changing my um, hair color and all of that uh, really has to do with my process of healing because um, like i said i used to be a really confident as a kid and actually when i was a kid um i was blonde um after all, after that my hair just uh, became darker and darker and when i became blonde i um I was just uh, reflecting at my old self and thinking about that that little girl who was so confident in herself. And she was just a little girl. And if she can do it, why can't I? And now when I look in the mirror, I just look at that little girl that has all grown up and it's back to being herself again. Um, And... Apart part of from all of that, um, I don't really think that um, maybe our um, these little um, changes in our aspect um, they can't really mean that much if we don't change on the inside. I mean, we can change everything about our aspect. I don't know, get a tattoo, get a piercing, get change our hair color our style our everything but the change should really be within ourselves so the my hair color change and every change that i made is just the outcome of my interior change and yeah
0: i like that there is a spiritual concept which is as above so below which is our spiritual inner reflects into our outside reality and so to you imagine you could go back to your 12 years old self you can give her some advice some opinions you can explain to her how to regain her confidence and self-love what would you share what lessons have you learned on this journey that maybe your older self didn't know and if you heard then it would have made a really big difference
1: well i would say to her well um as you said earlier um about the stoicism as um everyone who bullies you it's about a problem about within their se- themselves um and actually um i um found out um afterwards um my bullying, my bully, I mean, I had uh, like small bullies, but the main bully um, that just put me through the worst mindset and just destroyed my confidence, I found out that her parents were actually divorced and she was um, just struggling with Changing houses and where she lives, and all of that. And actually, after I found that, I was a little bit pitying her in some way, and I didn't feel as bad. And um, the main advice I think would be to just stop letting people change the way you feel about yourself. How you feel about yourself, that's your power. That's you cho- you choose that no one else should make you feel in some sort of way. just you can make you yourself feel some way and I know uh, everyone's opinions may matter a little bit or not, but the only opinion that matters is yours, and if you think that something is right or it's not. Just go with your intuition and just don't doubt it, whatever it is.
0: That's why intuition and feelings are more powerful than logic. (laughs) I'm joking. And thank you so much. That's absolutely true. And even more, I want to know, how do you experience confidence? What is it to you self love? Is confidence to you when you do what you want, uh, what is resonating with your soul, with your mind? And if people say it's wrong, you trust yourself more and you're not affected? Is self love that you love your imperfections even more than your positive parts? Like, how would you define it if we could create a dictionary of Carmen (laughs) and we put the words confidence and self love? what would be written by carmen near to these two words
1: i think uh, i would define uh, self confidence as not caring about other pe- other people's opinion about yourself and accepting and loving like you said your imperfections and yourself your whole self your authentic self not your uh, yourself uh, put through some other filters and some all of that. And I, yeah, I think that's it.
0: Thank you. And I understand you're a scientist, you're studying engineering. At the same time, you look up at the vastness of space and imagine and wonder what is there. That makes me wonder, Do you have any spiritual or metaphysical beliefs about how the world works? Do you believe in karma? Do you believe that there is destiny? Do you believe that all the people in the world are soulmates created to teach us lessons so that we grow on this earth and find a way to love ourselves and the universe unconditionally? what is your thought i don't know maybe you finish and close your math book and open a tarot reading <laughs> i have no idea tell me more
1: <laughs> um yeah so um actually um there's like a, a small battle going through my um, um rational and my emotional self all that there, there's there's always a battle whatever it is and Usually, like I said, when I make a decision, I go with a rational part. But when it comes to believing in something, even though my rational self is saying, girl, are you serious? This this doesn't make any sense. If if you don't have something to prove it, that means it doesn't exist. But my emotional self says, you know what? It's actually great to believe in something, even though you have no reason to do so. so I mean, I, I feel there's like a, a magical feeling to believing in something because if you don't really believe in anything and you're just rational, there's no magic in that. And I don't know, the life feels plain, to be honest. And if you feel there's something more out there, there's there's not just uh, what we see. That's That's actually amazing. And even though my logical part is to taking a b- big part of myself. My emotional self like likes to believe in soulmates, soulmates and of karma. I actually really believe in karma because I've seen it happening um so a lot of times. So and I believe there's soulmates out there. Um there are a lot of them. Uh, there are your soulmates in a way that They all teach you a lesson that helps you grow into a better person, um, to be your true self, and to discover a lot of ways of yourself. uh, How can you be with others? How can you communicate with others better and really be a better version of yourself?
0: Thank you. You're really wise. And wisdom is beyond information and knowledge. It comes when someone uses the pain of life and to not become bitter, but to become insightful. And it's funny that you have a battle inside of yourself between your logical and your emotional side. It makes me want to recommend to you to study the philosophy of pragmatism because what it deals with is truth. And in pragmatism, what is true is what is personally works for you, which means that any belief that makes you happy, for example, it's a good belief if it's not harming other people. Even if it's not rational, uh, like you said, if we're only all about data and logic, the world becomes cold. But in pragmatism, it says, well, use any belief that makes you smile more in the morning. (laughs) That's a beautiful thing. And to use what is pragmatic rather than the opposite, which is what is utilitarian and more about what society decided. And since you have this battle in your mind and you decide logically, I'm curious, are you a decisive person? Because I imagine because of this conflict, when it's time to decide, you might feel anxious and think yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, and stay in that loop, unable to take the next step. Is this a description of yourself? Are you more hesitant? And how do you work to become more decisive?
1: Well, when um, I take big decisions, I'm actually really decisive because like I said, when it comes to big decisions, I put my ration over everything. But when it comes to small decisions, like day-to-day decisions, what would I eat for lunch? Or this this, this is where I become indecisive and I just don't know where to go. So yeah, this is it.
0: Thank you so much, Carmen. And just to finish this, what are some things that you can recommend or feel a lesson or something you have learned that you didn't speak about yet that you can share with the world and you believe should be more known and heard like take more risks because even that one percent dream or 0.5 percent dream could happen and it's better than regretting and living like many people who give up on their dreams and become zombies lifeless is it take care of your mental health first because nothing you get in this world world is worth it if you're depressed and self-hating is it saying uh don't succumb to pressures from others because your happiness is your own and if you're suffering other people, it's not really the biggest priority on their list. So you should take care of your happiness first and do what you want, like you studying aerospace engineering instead of medicine. What are some lessons or one that you believe in 2023 already should be heard that people should begin the new year thinking about?
1: um i would say um this is and this is a quote that i um, live by every day and i have it as a wallpaper as well um uh, <laughs> this is a quote from actually kung fu panda um master wu the the turtle says it um he says uh, yesterday was history tomorrow is a mystery but today is a gift that is why it's called the present and I think this should make us think that we shouldn't take life for granted and we should really be grateful that we get to live and really we get to make our own decisions that could lead to such amazing opportunities and such an amazing life. And I think that we should really enjoy every day as it is our last maybe I know this is an old saying about enjoying your every day as it as it could be or last, and it actually is true. You we don't have, um, we don't have the guarantee for the, the tomorrow. We don't have the guarantee for anything, and we should really enjoy life as it is and stop worrying about small things and anything that could really um, keep us from evolving. And discovering our true selves.
0: I agree 1 million percent. Thank you, Carmen. I wish you every year 364 or 65 presents. <laughs> I wish you an amazing life to understand yourself, to become the best version of yourself. And thank you again for participating in this project. It was my privilege to interview you.
1: Thank you so much Aziz for having me. This was actually a really great experience and I'm really glad I met you. And yeah, this was amazing. Um thank you so much.